Jon Stewart is back at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Comedy Central. Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. Um, It's your girl. No one calls me that. Um, It's Nikki. I am in Eureka Springs, Arkansas right now. I'm doing this podcast early on a Saturday. I usually do the Monday show on uh, Sunday, but I'm getting it in now because I am here with uh, some special guests that are my best friends from um, childhood. Um, Literally, my sister is here. Hi, sister Lauren. Sister Lauren, she's a nun now. Hi, how's it going? Do you have a message for us from God? Um, God is with you always. Thank you so much. That's such a good reminder. Um, you know I pray now, so that, that I really needed to hear that. Um, I'm also visited by my um, best friend, Kirsten, who you heard me talk about who I went to visit in Kansas City a, like a month ago. And she's a personal trainer. She is beautiful and one of the funniest people I'll ever know. And I think that's all. What else is about you? You're just really nice. You, um, you. what did you just say about her? She, she, can, she smells like, oh, she's the one that I told you about that like every time she got close to me, she'd be like, <laughs> she would be like, it smells like, like, like a dying human or like it smells like it smells like something like you would be like it smells like a corpse it's probably me and then she would start smelling her own body and then wouldn't find it and she would like smell everywhere on her and I'd be like the only difference between you not smelling something two seconds ago and now you smelling something is that you're standing next to me so this is starting to become a pattern it's Kirsten all I gotta say is uh, life's better at the lake and uh, mama's home. Oh yeah, we, she also is the girl that we would drive around. The, the thing is I couldn't give it uh, its due when I was telling the story about what we were doing in Lawrence, Kansas. When I visited you in Kansas City, we drove 45 minutes to go find the house that we lived in junior year and we were looking for the graffiti that we wrote in the basement, which didn't exist. But we were driving around just to groups of, well, it, it didn't, I never wrote the thing that we thought I wrote, which was like, I'm gonna be famous someday. But I swear to God, I wrote it too. Someone must have, there's been a cover up, I think. Yeah. There's no way that was real. Yeah. Even say, so they went around driving. Yeah, we went around driving, screaming. Uh, screaming to people waiting outside of bars. And Kirsten, will you just do what you, you screamed? So there was just like young bar ch- patrons like waiting outside or walking to the bar. Like and college students. Yeah, college students. So in our, my Honda CRV, we just pulled up and yelled, mama's home or what's up what's up what's up what's up and every response was yeah they didn't care <laughs> they they loved it i thought they were gonna be like ew you're old women like that was my biggest fear of them being like you're old go back to like the real city this is our city or like you you get botox like my biggest fear is young people like telling <laughs> us like you're Skin is sagging and we don't like you anymore. Stop wearing short shorts. Give up. <laughs> but like we, but she just, but just give a good mama's home. You can just scream it. Hold but don't scream, don't scream it into the mic. Mama's home. And just. <laughs> they, they asked for rides. They were like, hey, can we get a ride? Because they knew we were mamas. Like not really, yeah. but, um, but yeah, they wanted to, but COVID. So no. Yeah. You were like, can't boys COVID. And you like yeah. peaced out and then pulled out. Yeah. Just healed out of there in that crv um uh, your next my next guest is i literally was scared to look at your crotch because you're you're 
legs are open next to oh my god you have no hair around your bikini line did you shave i shaved it okay this is laura she is my best friend from uh fifth grade and on you have never said that name in your life laura yeah i mean like i just feel like people get confused with holla all you ever say on the podcast when you refer to me is holla i know that's true actually saying laura they'll be like who I've never heard of this person. Yeah, okay, this is Hala. She got her name because her last name sounds like Hala, but isn't. And we just got lazy. And how did, how did Hala come about? Because it turned into, eventually it was so lazy, we were like, evolved. Okay, so it evolved from Holly, her last name, to Hala, like Hula, Hala. And then it eventually, since she was the goalie of our field hockey team, it went from Hala to just, it was like Hula to just a scream. It was like, Hula. yeah. Hull the gully. Yeah, we were. S- gully. It might not translate, but we were fucking hilarious in high school. Like we were funnier than anyone, and came up with the funniest names. And like Holla just kind of developed this, like this persona in on our field hockey team where she just didn't care. Like she just doesn't care, right? Like how did that come about? When did you stop caring? When you got the shirt that said whatever dot dot dot? <laughs> I got the whatever shirt. It's like so, yeah, that's so kid and so 90s. I think I love that shirt. I th- until we started bullying you for it. Yeah, you guys bullied me a lot. Did we really? I mean, like, Lauren just nodded. I was, my sister just nodded. I was bullied. I was bullied. Like, I feel like I remember that one day you, we in fifth grade when we both showed up to crosswalk the crosswalk uh, job that we had. Why did we have jobs doing crosswalk in fifth grade? That was like our first responsibility. Yeah, Doctor KB, Mister. I don't think he was a doctor then. Mister KB, the like kindergarten teacher who would hug everyone now would go to jail for that for hugging kindergartens. He would probably be in jail. That's so sad. But he was like so nice and he like let he never hugged me. He was only fingering. <laughs> so I feel like that's that's not f- okay. And he like led crosswalk, and I don't know if you. We got chosen if we were good students to be crosswalk crosswalk guards, and we had to, we had to wear these weird little like fluorescent straps. Yeah, if you wanted to be a crosswalk guard, you could like you didn't get paid. It was nothing. It was just like you do this. And so I showed up to crosswalk. That would be weird if they were paying fifth graders. That would be weird. But it was like to teach you responsibility before you go to sixth grade, before you're a sixth grader and get beaten up by eighth graders. I don't know. And so we got to like walk kids across the street. And one day it was fifth grade and it was like we were going to the circus that day as a field trip. And you showed up in a very flamboyant, like striped outfit that was multicolored stripes and you looked like a circus tent really and but you weren't fat I don't want to make it seem like I was making fat jokes but you just looked ridiculous and your mom made you wear it right my mom picked up this outfit with like crazy stripes I showed up and you were like you like it was like quintessential Nikki like oh what like you you're like what are you like just like no holds bar like what are you wearing I was like my mom picked this out for me and you like I don't even know that you made fun of me I didn't feel bad for it I was like she hates this and that was fine I think we were making fun of it together and then later I think you revealed to me that you were hurt by it and so that's why it stands out in my mind where I was like oh my god I was mean to Hala that day because I was never I never bullied anyone on my own it was always a joint effort so it was just me and you crosswalking I would have never bullied on what did you say it was like a gangbang but like in not that 
that way. It was like a like gang up on like bully to holy. Yeah, like I always yeah, no no no. We we all bullied each other for different things. I mean, what Rothschild? Do you want to tell him that? So Nikki's coat had a tag on it that said. Well, I had shitty coats. You had a cool starter jacket, and I had a Rothschild jacket from no. You had okay. You had an Adidas, a cool aquamarine Adidas jacket, and I had a Rothschild one from TJ Maxx because that's where we shopped, which felt like we were poor, but it, it was TJ Maxx isn't poor. Mom was a Maxinista before. <laughs> she was such a Maxinista. She'd always get the clearance items, like search for those red tags. Anything with a red tag was fair game for her. Yeah, the, like the, with the t- yes, but there were always tags on those. Like the companies that make those clothes was always like Fairy Child or like it's like what happened to those businesses where it was like you know Doll Baby and but but Rothschild was my coat. And I would sing to Nikki in the bathroom. I remember going, do you see what I see? I see a little Rothschild. Maybe it was around Christmas. Yeah. You, yes, it was. And you and I felt I was like, I hated that my stupid coat was a Rothschild. <laughs> was a stupid name for a coat. Like Rothschild. Like what a made up. Yeah, we hated it. But we did all like slightly bully each other, I think. I mean, remember when we told Julie that her earlobes needed to lose weight because she had connected. Okay, so connected versus disconnected earlobes. So when your ear, okay, everyone take a feel underneath their lobe right now. Does does the bulge? Is there a gap between the bulge and like the base of your head? Yeah. Or is your earlobe connected and there's no like baggy flap that is your earlobe? Yes. Does your earlobe, can you flip it and back and forth or do you have connecties? So we're all connected ones. So we're superior and the chosen people. But if you have a baggy like lobe that hangs down, you're, you need to look into getting surgery or like start. We told, obviously I'm joking about this because it's a genetic trait. Like if you have connected lobes or not. And we all had connected ones and Julie had non-connected ones. And we would jokingly, because it was like, not who cares about your earlobe that's what it was to me it was like ironic that we were saying she needed to lose because she was a skinny girl and we were like you need to like go lift weights with your earlobes like that was funny yeah, like she, she should have taken it like i don't know i just remember and she ended up going to like catholic private school and transferring in eighth grade because i think of the earlobes uh i don't know but i know that like definitely over time like if you wear heavier earrings they get like ours are getting a little i'm looking around like a little bit more you looked at mine when you said that that's the thing you it was like the other day when we were at this new place in eureka springs and holla we were in the kitchen um they were cooking dinner and we were just like lauren and i had just arrived and we were like it's kind of dark in here and we turned on the lights and holla goes oh my god we look so ugly in these lights and then we kind of looked at her like what we and she was like to be honest there's no mirror so i can't see myself but you guys look really ugly <laughs> i definitely thought you the lighting in there was the most unflattering lighting every like we look great right now because we have natural lighting it was the most well you don't have a mirror so i want to let you know that you should amend that statement you i should you should take a picture of my hair right now it looks cool oh thanks even though you made us all look at your hairline last night and prove that you're balding i'm balding <laughs> i just also like i'm here for sympathy i don't want nikki to feel bad about her hair yeah and I am, I'm 100% balding. I went and got my hair cut. And even the woman cutting my hair was like, yeah, it looks thinning. That's, it, I, don't, I don't see it. And I literally have been looking at your hair all weekend being like, I'm so jealous. Like yesterday you were in the, the lake water and it looked like so thick and like shiny. And like, yeah, you were climbing a tree. And Holla just like, don't curl. 
Holla don't cur. Um, but anyway, yes, we've we we had a really great we've had some really great talks here and some really emotional talks. You guys let me like have a therapy session last night, which is really nice. And um, and everyone started telling me how much hair they pull out every day to make me feel better, which felt great. And oh, Lauren just pulled out a strand. Okay, everyone, go through their hair, pull something out. Wait, Kirsten just got a strand too. Huh? No, but I left a big chunk. Huh? I left a big chunk, Nikki, before you woke up. I pulled out like legit eight hairs and I left them on the bar stool in the kitchen. Honestly, thank you so much. On the bar stool you left them? Yeah, it's like on the left. That is the nicest thing a friend has ever I'm not kidding you. If you are out there and you are lose hair and pull out hair, if you guys could show me your brushes, take pictures of your brushes or the walls where you put up your hair on the in the shower or like when you're just like running your hands through your hair and pulling out clumps. I would love to see that because it would make me feel uh, less alone, which is what this trip is all about. Let's get into some highlights real quick before we go to break. Um, yesterday, we went to a swimming hole. Hog scald. Oh. Which got its name because someone burnt a hog one time and was like, oh, let's just call it hog scald because we burnt that hog last night. And that was the highlight of our Friday night when we all burned that hog. And we also... <sighs> We drove off the road backing out of it, and I think my car... By we, Kirsten. But I was also, whilst backing up and drove off the road, I created a really good song about just being down in Eureka Springs, and it went on for like 25 minutes. I thought you stole that tune from like a country song. That was a fresh hit from my own brain. Okay, let's get into like the songs we've been singing. Okay, so let's, um, what, what is the song, what's the tune of the song? It's like a nice country song about... It cause it's Friday night. In Eureka Springs, we got four girls with our swimsuits on. Da da da, and when it went on, and then it turned into. Uh, then we were. Then we went to the 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 swimming hole, and we saw like a boat of men. So there was a boat of men that was driving by, and we only noticed it because we. <laughs> I saw like a neon hat and a bunch of like dad bods. Yeah, and then Kirsten started doing Haley Joel Osment saying, "I see dad bod." <laughs> And Nikki goes, let's dance for them. So we're like on the shore dancing. Like Yeah, because they were so far away, I knew we wouldn't like summon them. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't bad. It was like a boys' trip. And so then they put on music. And it was like <laughs> It was so aggressive, but they wanted us to like dance for them, so we did. And then they were trying to show us their age for sure by putting on. Cause it's a bit of sweet symphony. So we were like, okay, they're definitely like 38 to 44. Yeah, they were too far away for us to really clock their age, but their beer bellies and then their choice of music. Cause then the, what was the next song that came on? I got Oh yeah, it was a lunatic. I got five on it. And I was like, oh my God, you guys, this song. And then I had to play it for this group because they're like, what's I got five on it? Yeah, I didn't remember that song because you said that reminded you of middle school dances. And I was like, I truly have never heard the song. And then you played it and I was like, I've never heard, I know I've heard this, but I've never heard it. And I was like, this sounds like I'm really good at clocking when a song was. And I was like 95 and it was right. I was really proud of myself. Yes. So then we determined that they were a lot, not a lot older than us, but at least like maybe five to 10 years older than us based on that song because that was not popular when we were like in high school. Or- yeah, and there wouldn't be 25 year old guys just being like, let's go back and like blast some retro late 90s or like mid 90s. 
And if they are out there, let's hang. Yeah, let's party. <laughs> um, so then we came up with a song on the way back, another lyric to the song. It was like, the man with the... M-. We were talking about how... Hold on. We were talking about how... Um, like, we were talking about penis sizes. Like, we were just talking about, like, what their journeys in life would be. And I don't mean to... You know how I feel about men with micro penises. So if you're listening, please do not feel shame. But it was like... Uh, what was it? Oh, I just don't remember how that came up. No, we were talking about fishes. I think I randomly just threw a micropene in the end. Yeah. You always do. You always throw little micropenes in. I just dish them out. I just and see what sticks to the walls. So yeah. Well, we were talking about lures. Poor Matt. <laughs> and basically, we were just the lyrics were coming from like struggles of being at the lake and like being a man or a woman and just like the lake life. So it was a lot about like Brandon got sunburning, Brody got trashed. We didn't know nothing, but we learned how to laugh. Like it was like every every song would end with like a sincere country lyric, but it would start with like just debauchery, like most country musics. So the the lyric was, "The man with the macro caught the biggest fish." I'm not saying it's connected. I'm just saying I'm suspicious. Got the Trump flag fly, got the sunglasses on. Tomorrow these bloated redskin buzz sunburned bodies will be done. Like I like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yes. No. No. Listen, we're free so That's what it was yesterday. It's so fun to come up with a tune like that and then just inject different lyrics into it. Um, Kristen, will you play one? Kristen comes up with songs all the time. It's like been our lives uh, since we've been friends since forever that you come up with songs. So you wrote this song about Which one? like having a baby. Yeah, so this one is titled Border Collie Bebe. It's a B-E-B-E-H. And it's basically like... Just in case you want to search it later on nothing. Yeah. It's on Spotify. It's... No, it's not. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, it's not. not. But it might get in your head, and I'm sorry, ahead of time. So, yeah, it's basically like I was getting ready to go out, see some friends. Um, you know, the struggles of being a woman in your mid-30s. Like, am I going to have a kid? Am I not? But I do have a really cool dog. So, here goes. Cause you're black and white and furry cause you're my border collie You make me not wanna have a baby because you're my baby My border collie and my doggie Why would I want one when I could lock you in a cage and just walk about the door My border, but collie, collie, border, border collie Having a dog is easy cause you don't have to take care all you gotta do is brush their black and white hair. Take it off the couch, then roll your pants. Put her out in the yard and you can go inside and dance. My border collie, why would you want to have a baby when you could have a fucking dog? My border collie, why would you want a baby when you could lock it in a cage and out the door? You go because your life is easier. Your flow, you go out with your friends and lock that dog up in the house. Don't have to worry about it because you are locking in a cage and out the door. My border collie, you'll be my baby for life because you're so damn easy. Why don't you live for longer than 12 years? Because you're my baby, you might be my border collie for life. 
Okay, that was way longer than I thought it would be. But it's like a full song. I think you had a bridge in there. I've got to go to break, but um, if anyone wants to take that song and put it to music and actually make a song for us, that would be amazing. If you have any skills like that, that would be so cool. And also, um, I also want to say that is a song maybe about animal abuse. You just lock it in a cage and just forget and maybe brush it once in a while. To be fair, she doesn't go in a crate, but she has the free range of the house. Rain. Yeah. R- range. Range. Yeah. Free range. Free range chicken dog. Okay. We'll be back with more show right after this. So, um, a little bit more about this place, Eureka Springs, Arkansas. I don't know if anyone has ever been here, but the town is so freaking cute and I really recommend going. It's like there's a lot of history. The buildings look like old castles, tall castles. I mean, it was a, it was a hot springs, which used to be like, did you read the plaque, Holla? Oh, no, I didn't read the plaque. I wasn't raising my hand. I was just going to show the incline. Like, they're like, it's like on a mountain. It is. It's insane. There's so many stairs. You get all your steps in here. But it's like a really, it almost feels like a European, like, like a medieval, I don't know. It just, I think it's like the, I would never imagine some place this cool would be in Arkansas. Yeah, it's like, well, I was just reading about it around the turn of the century, like early 1900s, late 1800s, people would come here when they had some sort of ailment, some illness that they couldn't find a cure for. And they were like, oh, there's all these these cold springs and the water's rejuvenating and it has special healing power. So all these, they said like a lot of poor people would come here because they didn't have money for like any modern medicine. Not that there was probably that much modern medicine yeah. back then. But they, they couldn't afford snake oil. Yeah, and so they would come here and when all us failed and see what happened and bathe in the springs, I guess. Kind of like how we're coming here just wearing masks and like trying to be healed by the things that are going on in our world right now. Yeah, I mean, there were a lot. I was impressed by how many shops in, uh, you were thinking, our, when we first got, got into Arkansas, when we were like driving in and Lauren and I were stopping at gas stations, like we, I felt like people looked at us like we were crazy because we were wearing masks. The one woman at the one gas station like wouldn't even like talk to me when I was like, thank you, how you doing? Like nothing because I was like, oh, it's because I'm wearing a mask. Yeah, I, I took it as like, I don't know. Like we're like, they're looking at us like we have more money or we're like privileged because we're wearing masks that's the way that i saw i saw like a class divide honestly right yes and because we are wearing diamonds and yeah. gucci everything and and we were louis um and louis vuitton bags and i was like i only have a thousand dollar bill can you break it so that might have been it i think part of it too is like two beautiful like long-legged like gorgeous women walk in a gas station it's like in like Bebop, Missouri, it's like, duh, they're going to be looking at you guys like a little differently. I looked like Owen Wilson transitioning. <laughs> like that's, I did not, I do not look like a woman on this trip. I swear to God. I, I told Lauren after we stopped at the gas station that was so Hoosier. Like I was like, I love this because I look like, I like looking like dressing like white trash. And I like, I like just wearing things that are not matching hats that don't fit. And like just dirty hair and not that, but that's like the kind of vibe of like road stop, like gas stations. And I like it. I feel most comfortable in that. Can we also just talk about the drive here? The harrowing drive to get to this house. Oh my God. It was, well, Hala arrived first and the Airbnb, I just, I never even looked at it. I just booked it and like sent it to my friends and assumed they would read the fine print, which they all did. But none of the fine print set guys when you book up an airbnb read the reviews which is where we found that this place would be very difficult to get to we drove in a vehicle that does not have four-wheel drive and my sister 
I learned a lot about her on the drive. But how did you discover that this place was inaccessible almost? <laughs> so my maps like took me, I saw the maps were like a roundabout way, but I thought, okay, well, it looks like maybe the road doesn't connect. So I just have to go. I'm just going to follow the map. So I'm going and all of a sudden the road ends and it's gravel and every, I'm like, I'm driving a huge truck with a Hemi. And I don't, Hemis are so good. I literally don't know what, what is a Hemi? I don't, no one please explain that. I don't care. It's a hemispheric engine that has, I'm just kidding. I have no, I don't, I don't care. All I know is a Hemi is kid, but my truck has a Hemi. So I'm driving, a truck is kid. Okay. So anyway, I'm driving my truck and it basically bottomed out on this gravel road. Like it's nothing but ditches. The road was horrible and so I like and no warning on this Airbnb that's like hey by the way the the map is going to take you to a road that's going to drive off a cliff and your car will be stuck and you're going to be murdered by bald numbers I <laughs> by bald numbers yes I didn't read those were bandits in the Ozarks in like the I think in the early 1900s so shepherd of the hills so I um didn't read any of that I texted everybody and I was like this road is insane or I, I don't know. Anyway, I was like, this road is crazy. You guys are not going to get here if you don't have four-wheel drive. That was terrifying. In my truck, I was, like, scared. And then Kirsten actually had read everything. She's like, oh, yeah, like, it says that. And so she comes in. Like, I mean, she left us, like, a pleasant voice memo that was like, hey, um, guys, um, and with the voice memos, we were not getting reception, so we couldn't even hear any forewarning that you were giving us. So Lauren and I got there the latest. Holla got here first. She figured out in her Hemi, like the best way to get into the house. So she got here. She was like cooking and hanging out. And then Kirsten um, saw on the um, Airbnb. How did you figure out that it was treacherous? Well, first off, having a Hemi isn't good, but saying you have a Hemi is good. Yeah. Just have to clarify. Just have to clarify. I brought it up but, to um, say kid. I wanted to say kid. Right. No, no, no. But so, no. I'm driving here on this like beautiful country road. It's like paved and whatnot. I get a text from Hall. She's like, the road was insane. Like you just, you wait. Oh my, I don't even know I got here. So I just continued down the map road and like used intuition to take a left to go, to go down the hill. So it's like a little gravel slope. And then you go up a little and you're at the house. You used an app called Intuition. That's just like, is that the, yeah. Well, you, you sent us like a gentle voice. And I was like, hey, guys, um, so there is like a road that is very treacherous and you might die down it if you go and your car might be stuck forever and you might need to forge for food for the night. But if you want, um, you can walk up the hill in a different way and maybe find the cabin and we'll be there. I'm going to be um, meditating for a little bit and good luck. Um, see you in the next life. And we didn't get it. And so Lauren and I take the treacherous road. And when we get here and I've never seen my sister, I, I discovered it because we were on the way up here. We were talking about things we're scared of because I am terrified. And you listen up to, to my listeners. You should be terrified of this too. Okay. Drunk drivers, especially on a two lane highway, you know that I'm scared of two lane highways where the traffic is just coming at each other in the same direction with only one, you know, in, you know what a two lane highway is anyway, but it's like people going over 40 miles per hour at each other is fucking frightening and there's not another lane for you to get over but you should really be scared coming over a hill because i talked to a cop that used to deal with a lot of drunk driving cases and he said that when a drunk driver would drive in the wrong lane 
it the only the, t- the times that happen where there's on like there's collisions is when it's over a hill because the person going in the correct lane can't see ahead enough and it's on the crest of the hill where like is most collisions from a drunk driver going the wrong way so we're going over these hills and i'm just like oh my god oh my god oh my god oh my god like just waiting for a drunk driver to come over because i just figure like people in arkansas are just like drinking and driving constantly i'm like how are there not fatalities all the time on these roads because everyone's just like in a huge truck that doesn't even fit so i was talking about how that's my phobia and how like and then we are started talking about like things we'll never do and my sister has two kids so there's like some but even before that there were things you said you would never go on a roller coaster again which i found crazy because they're so safe yeah i just don't like the feeling of being out of control and just anything with heights and like steep drops just not about it and i used to love it as a kid but since i've gotten older it's just like such a concern and like worry for me yeah but then a new fear emerged because we were on a gravel road that seemed like fine like it was just a gravel road but lauren was like no 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 this is not good oh mama if you heard my parents tell the story about when my uh dad uh almost like abandoned my dad abandoned my sister and mom to be in a canoe together on a trip and they hit a what did they call what does he call it the dreaded root wad. Oh, the dreaded root wad. That, that's one of dad's words we have to hear about a lot, as in rookery and also like dastardly. He loves saying rookery. It's like a, we're a place where a bunch of birds hang out. It doesn't matter. But um, so like when my sister almost died, uh, when she fell in the water from this canoe accident when we were kids, she goes, oh, mama. Oh, mama. That, that yeah, you're just screaming, thing. oh, mama. Right, that came out of yeah, it was the first thing. Like, so she, you were oh, mama so bad and you got out of the car. So maybe someone can relate to this. What is your fear of the gravel road and like the being in a car situation? Because it came out of nowhere. I was like, my sister's having a panic attack in this car because the road just turned to gravel. I kind of was. I was having a panic attack, I think. Um, it was just the steep drop because there was just a cliff on the other end. And the gravel, the fact that the tires were not like creating any traction to keep us going forward, we were just spinning. And so you were scared of falling off? Like, the car was just going to somehow tip over or like lose control and they were, we were going to fall off the cliff. And, and then drown? Well, once, I mean, if you're in a car and you're going down a cliff, like, doing 360s I would have rolled down the windows and then we would have swam out no no because and you can't open the doors when you're when your car goes underwater we gotta be prepared for these things I don't know what the standard protocol is if your car goes in the water I think it's like roll down the windows right I've had that happen um what What? why oh on what my brother was driving he was like you guys want to go off-roading in Colorado and so it was fourth of July and Hala does anything Hala is not scared of literally anything. You will like, if I told you to like jump off this balcony right now and like go onto the couch, you'd be like, oh, I'll try it. Well, I'm, a, I'm not an idiot. I, like I, no, I would, I mean, maybe, yeah, maybe I would do that. If there's a couch below, yeah, sure. But not like down to that dining table. Anyway, so we went off-roading and my, and my brother, it was this, actually Lauren, it was the same freaking story. We went, my brother was like, oh, we should go over that creek. And we drove over the creek and then there was nothing on the other side but a cliff. And so we turned around and he started going back and we hit gravel. I hope my mom hears this because it was unbelievable. So we started sliding and we were going into a lake. We were next to a lake. We were up a mountain. So we didn't have cell service. We started going in and like my brother is so cool under pressure. Like he, I was like, Jay, what do we do? And like the water started coming into the truck. 
the the truck slid into the lake on the gravel. We slid oh my in. God. Yeah, and we were sliding and sliding. We had um, it was me, my mom, Catherine, Jay's girlfriend, and my brother was driving. And then we had two dogs in the back, and so we board a collie yeah. in the back seat in a cage because you don't have a baby. Just put your board a collie in a cage and then swim out of the truck and then it'll drown. So the water started coming in, and I and like just somebody needed to be in. So I was like, Jay, what do we do? And he goes, we all need to get on the high side. Like we were taking on water. So he pulled out some weed and you guys passed out around a little bowl and you got on the high side of life. There was a high side of the truck. We were, we were all, we like hot boxed it. And then he, go, and then he goes, Jay goes, whatever you do, don't open the doors. And I think all my mom heard was open the doors, like in the panic. And so she opened the door and more water started rushing in. And then, and so he, like, I've never, my brother like screamed at my mom. It was so, it was horrible. We were all freaking out. So then we had to jump out the window, swim to shore. Anyway, so it does, that happen. Did the car get, yeah. Like, did you get it out? So Jay had a winch. And so he like, he attached the winch. He had an old woman that was, had a limp and a hunchback who used to stir stews. Like having a winch on a truck is also kid, but not if you live in Colorado. He had a winch. A winch is a, it's a, it's a strap that can attach to something and then you attach it to the car with a like a metal hook and the and then he had he was like swimming underwater and hooked this to the motor and then basically it pulled the car out um somehow we could drive home we didn't have seltzers it was raining you didn't have seltzer no no seltzer no bubbly water we had to settle for tap we actually had to drink lake water anyway that's so scary did you think you were gonna die no, because like, uh, no, I'm not. I was, I was actually more scared for my brother. I like thought when he was attaching the winch, the truck was going to flip and like pin him and drown him. I was like on the side, like crying, like, Jay, be careful. Like, it was very scary. But anyway, so that does happen. You do, you, if you can't roll the windows down, what you do is you take a pen and put it against the window and push because the pressure's on the outside and it will. I have never once been able to find a pen in my car. Like whatever I have to like maybe sign a check to deposit it. It's like if if I was in my car slid in some water and I was like struggling and like someone could find a pen. My mom would be like digging in her purse and like we'd be like, well, we're just going to drown because like my parents never have fucking pens. You could get a feather from the rookery and use it. <laughs> my dad would get a quill. Yes. Get a quill from the rookery yes. and stab. Yeah. Yeah. There's those I do know those things that you can have in your car that can like easily break a window. We should all have those. I guess that's what I'm learning from this. Um, uh, other things that happened. Um, I fell last night pretty hard. Tell how you got up, how you got up the road. Oh, we ended up getting up the, well, Lauren freaked out and jumped out of the car, which I was happy for her to do. Cause I'm like, Oh, I, cause whenever I'm having an anxiety attack about either Kirsten, you just did it to Holla again. Kirsten just smelled. Kirsten just smelled herself and topped Holla and goes, is, is it me? And it's, and now she can't take it back because she's like, no, it's me. It's, I mean, I literally know it's me. Like, I stink. I stink right now, too. It, it's a problem for all of us. It's fine. It's gross here. Yeah. It's, but, um, uh, wait, oh, so we ended up finding the place because Lauren had cell service for some reason, even though we're on the family plan together and we have the same cell service. I had none. If I would have been by myself, I would have just been like, well, fuck. I was pretty calm, but I was so glad that you were able to get out of the car when you were feeling stressful. So you just, she just got out of the car and like walked next to me because it was like made her feel more on steady ground and not like she was going to slip into the sea slash lake. But like so often when you're having anxiety attacks, you can't get out of the situation. Like you, there's no way out. And it was like, oh, it was, I was like so glad that you could step out of the car and like relieve that. Did that help you, Lauren? 
to like get out do that oh yeah I felt fine after that because I was no longer I just felt bad for you because you were still we were still stuck but I didn't but I wasn't having anxiety about it like that to me was not even registering on my like I'm scared scale whereas like uh, like I had to take a Xanax yesterday because we were gonna drive on a two-lane highway and I just like cannot handle those but then we went to the watering hole Hala found a tree in the middle of the lake and like climbed up on it just like so brazenly um that was like so impressive because I'm just scared of like what was that in just flip-flops like just flip-flops swam out with flip-flops I just think that's incredible yeah that was so impressive all I brought here were flip-flops it was really poor planning I went we walked yesterday and I had to wear like I I mean I could have worn curses we walked by some guys doing construction on a house like a mile down the road and they were like hey ladies and like Kirsten was what did you say to them I said such a dad joke so they were sitting they were like in a house that was being constructed no walls no roof and they were like camping out in there like looking like they were working on it but they were like they were like on a lunch break they were having lunch they're like hey ladies and I think I yelled Hey, it looks like you need a roof over you or something. And they were like, it was like a full. <laughs> it was like it was like a flirty, fun thing to say. I was kind of envious of that line because I'm like, oh, that's how you talk to boys. It's how like you engage boys and like have a fun. Like you get something going. You like come up with a dumb line like that. Whereas I can like I just go blank when I have to like talk to. Not that I was like trying to like court those men, but then later on they were like when we walked back they said something like. What do you do? Like, what did they ask? They're just like, hey, ladies, like, hot day out. And I was like, yeah, we're just walking. We're, like, miles down the road. We are staying here, but it's miles away. 40 miles away. We are nowhere close for you to come rape us tonight. Please stay. Please don't even try to find us. And then last night we came back home and... um made uh made dinner and we're like hanging out and as you saw on my instagram i posted a video of it um on friday night i took a tumble down the stairs that was like so sad i was so glad you caught it on tape like not the actual fall i think i would have been like way more embarrassed to post that but like just the sound of a fall is so funny and it was just like boom, boom, boom. and just like casually that was actually like a marco polo to a friend so we're just writing back like hey good to see you uh what's going on blah, 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 blah. And just, you're like, did you get that it was so gratifying I love the people I think like over 100,000 people have seen it. it's so cool to post something that like would have just happened within us and then have 100,000 people watch it in less than fucking I don't know nine hours and then Nikki's like I was looking at some comments and people were like Nikki you rock like just like the people just like what yeah people you are, like, are so cool Nikki it's like you fell thank you for sharing this Nikki thank you for sharing our and I'm like I just ate shit and wanted you to hear the thumps you're so vulnerable so vulnerable it's so vulnerable um okay a couple more things I wanted to get to yes oh okay so when we first got here the other night um Kirsten was pretending to be a we were all filming like ghost videos can I play the fart no okay well can I talk about it can I just okay I won't even talk about it never mind thank you for letting me even ask but there's a thing that happened that was really funny but we we can't say (laughs) um but we were filming a video because this place as soon as we got in this place we started like making making it seem like it was haunted like we just were trying to scare ourselves it is yeah well okay we resisted taking a tour till nikki and lauren got here so we waited waited and then we took a tour together tour a tour as a group but the back room where nikki and lauren are staying in i didn't tell them till later that night but it's haunted what (laughs) what No, there was. I told you there's weird masculine vibes. There's someone who sleeps there that's like not a good person. That's all I. What? 
You told what does that mean? Wait, where are you getting this from? Is this your intuition app? So Nikki wanted to just record the podcast in our room because we have a king size bed and Nikki and I are, are sleeping in the same bed because we were scared. Yeah, because I was scared. I was going to take this room that we are currently in. But then I, I saw this old timey like <laughs> photos from probably the original like Eureka Springs. But or it's just some people in the 80s that went to one of those old timey camera shops. No, no. I also feel like some of them are propped up for one last shot because when people died, they, there was never a picture of them and they needed like some sort of photo of them to remember them and so they would take pictures of dead people who cares those people are definitely dead no matter what i know but then it just freaked me out and so we were gonna go record the podcast in that room and then i said it's kind of dark in there it's just got weird vibes and then kirsten was like oh yeah it's got really bad vibes why what you aren't a medium you're a small this place is for sure haunted by those children in this photo because this was built in like this house was definitely built in like 1819 no, it wasn't. This is a new house. I'm kidding. Oh, okay. Look at this place. This place is 92 written all okay, over the, it. You felt dark vibes from our bedroom. This is the first time hearing this, and I'm glad we're leaving early now. What the hell? When we were picking bedrooms, you guys were, I was like, ah, oh, someone should take this really nice uh, king suite in here. I don't know. It just felt like when you walk down, sometimes you just get a vibe like you're walking down a hallway and you just feel like, what's in here? You know what? I, you know what I'm saying. No, I don't. Why did you think someone should take this nice king suite? That's like so she was mean. trying to push it off on no, someone else. That's mean. That's mean. But I would not have. Okay, I barely slept in my little room that has a sign that says, relax, you're at the lake. Like, I, I hear one, like, acorn bing off, like, the window, and I'm shot right out of bed. Like, it's, I swear to God. I, I mean, I'm very grateful. I'm not someone who can sense spirits. I've never been able to. But, Kirsten, I don't think you can sense spirits. And, I but like, and and also, I'm not scared of ghosts because what the fuck are ghosts gonna do to you? I'm more scared of like actual serial killers. Ghosts are just gonna make a light flicker, and it's like, who cares? You know what I mean? Like, what's scary about ghosts? Honestly, I know that it's scary because it's like, it could be like an old man walking across your room, like in a like just like a, a vapor of an old man. But like, what? It, or like, sometimes people smell weird things, or like lights flicker, or a book will fall off a shelf. But it's like, oh, good, I need to read anyway. And maybe he was suggesting a title. Like, ghosts don't do anything. Well, it wasn't more ghost. It's because I don't know like spirits. I can't see. I don't see spirits. I'm not like a medium. But you just feel like the flow of a house is weird. And in the room that I'm in, there's this, like, prayer nook that's like, what the fuck was in that little crevice? It was like a prayer nook for a child that could climb, like, scale a wall on its legs. Yeah, and they used to be able to do that back in the 1800s. Children would scale walls and pray up in nooks. No, backwards, like, crab walking up the wall. Like, that's what you do. Yeah, this, no, this house is just so 90s. There's, like, different levels for everything, Kirsten. Like, like be logical. It's not spirits. It's, like... It's just 90s. And there is a haunted trauma from 92 of, like, not being friends with Nikki. You just feel sad. Just, like, bad style trauma. Like, oh. Do you remember one time when we went to go see Now and Then at Werenberg Theater and the funniest thing happened in the whole world? Do you remember what I'm talking about? Werenberg. Werenberg. If you're from St. Louis, you know what that is. But... Do you remember? So we're sitting waiting for the movie and we... No, no, no. We were waiting for my parents to pick us up after the movie. Yes. Do you know what happened? Yeah. So we're sitting there waiting to get picked up, I guess. And we see this older man like getting super riled up with like a movie attendant like... ah, Like maybe his... Maybe uh, like You've Got Mail was 
wait. Uh, like, there's some ticketing issue, and he was yelling at the usher who was ripping the tickets, like some teenager, and was like, well, I said that I was going to do this, and you said this, and I'm never coming back here again, and, like, stormed, and was, like, turned on a dime, and was like, I'm fucking leaving, you know, like, in a really, like, a fit, you know? And we were watching it kind of being like, oh, my God. And then what happened? So he was being a Karen. Um, yes. He freaked out. He turned around, took two steps so fast away, and slammed straight into a glass pane. Yeah, like he thought it was a door and just walked into a glass pane, fell on his ass, and it was literally three feet from us. And it was the funniest that we could not believe. And just seeing someone so upset and then getting slamming into a glass pane is way funnier than if they're just like, blah, blah, blah. Like, but seeing someone be like, I'm never coming back here, and just falling on their butt. It was very gratifying. And then, like, needing help immediately from that same person he was just screaming at. Like, oh, can you help me up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, What else? I said you had trauma from 92. I didn't mean it. No. And it's not spirits. It's just, I think, when a house is empty for a long time, stuff just, like, gets stagnant and feels weird. Like... I can't, I just can't believe you guys don't know what I mean. I do know what you mean. Like, like there is someone, I, I, I don't feel it. I don't know. I don't know what you're feeling, but I think what you mean is like, there is someone who has been in this house, who like resides in this house, who's just not a good person. I, I don't know what you guys are talking about. I've been, slept in that bedroom the past two nights and I slept at, like a dead baby. Like I slept like a haunted dead baby so hard. And I, I know I had really good night's sleep. I love that bed. That's the energy he's bringing. He must've like killed babies or yeah. Or like, do you think babies haunt? No. Why are you? I'm looking at Lauren. Like, Lauren, you have children. Would they haunt? All of us were looking at Lauren. Why? I don't even think that's real, but whatever. Um, also, just being in a house with a love carpet is creepy because you don't know. Like, you can't hear someone coming. It's, like, so quiet. And, like, the, the, that's oh really gosh. a thing. I the door meant- doesn't make a creak. It's, like, a newer house. So it's, like, well, everyone knows I've been watching I'll Be Gone in the Dark, which is that scary HBO movie. And it was really scary coming down here to, like, I kind of put it disassociated. Like, I'm, like, I'm not going to think about that guy while I'm down here because it's, like, we are not around neighbors. Like, we don't have, like... There's no, the cop, I don't even get service down here. The cops couldn't get here in time. Like, I was so scared. Um, and then Hala took the bedroom next to the um, front door. And she was like, I'll get murdered first. It's totally fine. And then I was thinking later on at night, I was like, that's so cool of Hala to do that. Like, that was so great. And then I was like, what murderer is just like, knock, knock. Hey, walking through the front door. Like, she would be the last kill. Like, no neighbor enters a, or no serial killer enters a house the right way. And it's like, oh, here's the welcome mat. Well, guess I'll go and start murdering. <laughs> and he takes off his shoes first because there's a sign that's like, leave your shoes at the door. <laughs> Like, I do feel some sense of security with, like, the little lake, like, kitschy stuff. Like, little bears that have been, like, carved out by, like, a hand knife with, like, a holding a fish. Like, lure welcome. And everywhere you turn, it's like you're reminded that, like, your life should be better here. Like, life's better at the lake. Lake life. Relax. Just Yeah, it's hard to, though. Wait, will you do Before we go, can you really qu- quickly do the ghost? So there's, like, a popcorn machine that's empty um, up in this haunted room. And we were all, after we got scared of ghosts, we were like, let's become ghosts. So we started filming videos where we were all acting like ghosts. And Kirsten decided to be a ghost that, like, worked a popcorn machine. And she just started screaming. Will you just go over there and do it? Because I think they'll be able to hear it from here. A little sound effect. Yeah. So she's opening the thing. She's just like... So she just is a ghost that keeps asking people if they want popcorn. It's actually really, what'd you say? And banging. (laughs) She broke it. Uh, We broke this podcast. I hope you enjoyed this trip to Eureka Springs, Missouri with my best friends and my sister, who is also, oh oh yeah, Eureka Springs, Arkansas. Oh, also I wanted to say about Eureka Springs. 
I came up with this bit yesterday. I don't know if it's a good bit. But like Eureka back in the day used to mean like, Eureka, we struck gold. Eureka, I found a four-leaf clover. And it used to be like an expression that you would like scream only once in a while. Like it would mean it would mean a lot to say Eureka. So it's kind of like our like the modern version of holy shit. <laughs> So right now, like, I bet when they named this place, they were like, you can't name a town Eureka Springs. That's controversial. You, that'd be like naming a town now, like, holy shit, Brooke. And it's like, well, you can't get that. You can't put Eureka on a map. What? A, what? A, <laughs> it was just like so controversial. So Eureka Springs is like a very liberal town because they named their town like literally holy shit. Because it was named in 1870 something. Holla, are you peeing? Holla's my friend who peed throughout um, our, our lives. Um, and we'll get into that on the next podcast. Can we do another one? Can we do tomorrow's today? <laughs> so more from Eureka Springs uh, tomorrow on the podcast because I am um, hosting Jimmy Kimmel live Tuesday night. That is tomorrow. I'm hosting Jimmy Kimmel live from a weird house in West Hollywood. Um, I'm very excited. I've worked very hard on it. You'll notice so many people from um, my Instagram and from the podcast on the show itself. And my guest is Paris Hilton and Phoebe Robinson. Those are my guests. It is so exciting. I'm taping it on Tuesday. It's Saturday right now, so I don't really have anything else to say about it. But please um, watch. Please DVR. Please share my monologue when it gets posted on YouTube on Tuesday night. I think it'll post on YouTube even before it airs. But um, set your DVRs. Spread the word. Show ABC that you're very excited about me hosting and maybe um people will catch on and give me a late night show or something i don't know just um if you like it i only get one night to really prove myself and i'm giving it my all even though i'm in eureka springs on vacation two days before it but i really worked hard on it and i hope you like it um and so i'm gonna do another podcast now because i i'm gonna be like busy in la um in the coming days but i uh i'll see you tomorrow on the podcast and tell your friends about it keep spreading the word keep sending me your cuz we'll go over some cuz on the next podcast um and I love you. And squirt, squirt. Say it with me now. Yeah. Yeah. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. 